Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one betting source for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, we have golf, horse racing, and everything heating up this Major League Baseball season as well. You'll get latest odds, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Just log on today to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to get started. But listen up. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device. BetOnline. Get started today. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know, it is that time of year in sports where it is all heating up, not just the weather, but the events. We're coming off the NFL draft. We have MLB. We've got the NHL and NBA playoffs. How about Horse Racing's Triple Crown and the PGA Championship, just to name some of the major sporting events we'll see in the next few months and have seen the last several weeks. Every event presents opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wonder how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University. I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. But with their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shape this innovative program. Courses are taught by experienced professors and include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including the New York Post's Mike Beccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers. Coursework emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. Take the next step in your sports journalism career by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter, all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices together. They'll work to get you the maximum reward. And a big time thanks to Rosie's Corner, Camilla's Golf Club, the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State Tax Efficient Retirement Planning. Go with Brian today. Advisors.massmutual.com. All right, it is time to round out the AFC South here on the individual team recaps for the NFL draft. And you know, the Titans are kind of a weird team right now, right? I mean, they really, really are. Um you know, I think with them, they're kind of in a tough spot because, you know, just a couple years ago, they really had the, the Chiefs on the ropes in, in the postseason, right? I mean, when the Chiefs won their first Super Bowl, you know, you're you're talking about a club that came back from double digits, I think, against the Texans, against the Titans, uh, and then double digits in the Super Bowl against the Niners. I mean, this the, the, that Chiefs team kind of lived on the edge, so to speak, but they almost, you know, kind of got more and more comfortable as they you know, had to climb back. And it obviously helps when you have Patrick Mahomes, at quarterback, uh, as well. But right now they're in a very, very weird spot because, as we know, um, you know, they've got to somehow figure out the quarterback position. And I know, you know, Malik Willis is kind of a project and, and, and he's going into, you know, year two here. Um you know, Tennessee did pick up, you know, Will Levis in, in the draft. So now they got to kind of try to figure out if it's him or 
Malik Willis, who can really, really groom under Tannehill and be the quarterback of the future. I, I have no idea, um, you know, if one of those guys will pan out or not. I do know one thing for sure, and that is that, uh, you know, they wanted to beef up. They feel like one of those guys can be the quarterback of the future. They're almost leaning towards Levis at this point, how far he dropped. Everybody was shocked at that, but Tennessee taking advantage, so they think, and I'll get to him in a second. But first things first, Tennessee really went into this draft. Mike Vrabel made it very apparent uh, and really made it apparent, I think, last year. He kind of you know shot some ideas out there that, you know, the offensive line has got to be better. They have got to be better in the trenches when the offense runs through a guy by the name of Derrick Henry and you need a lot of protection. Well, there's no better place to go for protection than the Big Ten and getting those enormous, enormous, enormous linemen with unbelievable uh, movement and balance and uh, a guy who can just mirror well in the pass protection in terms of, you know, being a sudden sort of wall on the defense. Uh, he times the punch well, uh, and he's just such a fundamentally sound run, run blocker uh, who can seal off edges, and that's the kind of guy, man. They're looking for the versatility, the length, checking all of the offensive line boxes as an offensive tackle. Baboom, Peter Skoronsky out of Northwestern, 6'4", 315 pounds. Many people feel he's the best tackle, um, you know, in the draft. And look, the Titans were 26 in pass block win rate and averaged the fourth fewest yards before contact per rush last season. So um, they've got to improve. Skoronsky probably could compete with free agents signing Andre Dillard for the left tackle spot, which, as we know, was vacated by Taylor Luan. Or he could kick it inside to guard, and that's where the Titans also have a need. And I think on the inside is where he has a higher ceiling. But at the end of the day, he is a high, high-level, high-impact day-one starter. And they were in desperate need of an offensive lineman. Skaronsky can play multiple spots as early as his rookie season. I love this pick for the Titans. They needed line protection. They needed help, and they got it in the form of Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern. Now, as we were watching the first round, one of the big storylines was, wow, why isn't Will Levis going, right? And we know with Will Levis that there were some things in common with um, Anthony Richardson from the standpoint of, wow, if he booms, he could be, you know, fill in the blank, Justin Herbert. Anthony Richardson's more of a project and look, the look and the makeup and, and kind of the skill set. He's a little bit more like a boom if he booms, kind of like Josh Allen, but Will Will Levis, if he booms, kind of like a, you know, he can get out of the pocket, of course, but more of like a Justin Herbert, I would think. Maybe there's a little bit of Allen in there uh, with him, but he's 6'4", 230, and he has the ability to throw off balance. He can flick the wrist. Um, he loves the great touch and trajectory on the deep balls. Uh, he's played multiple pro-style systems. Uh, he can go through progressions. He's mobile, vision, power, speed physical tools, and all the rest. Um, his problem, of course, is on full field reads and more consistent on the underneath stuff. And he's got to protect his body with the football. If you watch a lot of the games Will Levis played, uh, he doesn't see people coming at him, you know, turns the ball over because of it. Um, you know, he's a guy who definitely on third down and, you know, five or six maybe is looking at his progressions to the boundary when he has a guy wide open to extend the chains, those kinds of decisions will be crucial at the next level because those little dump-offs, you know, can beat a defense 
um, you know, easier in the NFL. You know, you're not overworking to throw the ball deep and all the rest. And I think that's a huge thing for Levis. And with Ryan Tannehill being 34 years old, um, ended the year on injured reserve. Uh, he's going into the last year of his contract, second highest cap hit in the NFL this year. You got Malik Willis, the 2022 third round pick. He didn't perform well enough in three starts to convince that team that he's the future. So Levis is a good value pick. He gives new offensive coordinator Tim Kelly something to work with. He, he gives him a project, an assignment to kind of work on. And let's see if Will Levis, in fact, is the guy for the Titans. I'm leaning towards Will Levis being ahead already on the depth chart of Malik Willis because last year they picked, it's funny, right? They picked Malik Willis last year kind of the same way that the Colts uh, uh, picked Anthony Richardson this year. Now, albeit a higher pick, but kind of in the same form where, okay, you know, if he booms, the Liberty product will be fill in the blank. He could be Josh Allen. We heard a lot of that last year too. Um, however, in the short amount of time, and I'm not sure that we should just all decide that Malik Willis can't play quarterback after one year, but certainly skill set wise, they don't like the skill set of him as much as they like of Will Levis systematically, uh, you know, what's polished, what's not polished. Uh, certainly, and then obviously Levis kind of fell in their lap too, right? So they're going to take a chance on one of those two guys. To me, it does look like Will Levis is in the driver's seat to groom under Ryan Tannehill and very possibly get some starts this year <clears throat> if things start going south for a Titans team that is getting worse and worse. I mean, this is a team that had a really solid two, three-year window to get to a Super Bowl. They were uh, kind of held back a little bit by Tannehill, and now they're kind of trying to find some diamonds in the rough to kind of hang on in a very competitive uh, AFC. And oh, by the way, their division is going to get a lot better very, very soon. I and mean, when you look at Steichen and some of the picks the Colts have made, you look at the te Texans trying to turn things around, you look at what the Jags are doing right now with Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, a slew of wide receivers, Josh Allen leading the defensive havoc wrecking. Um, you know, I think that the Titans have got to, you know, really quickly – uh, figure this thing out. And I don't know if it's through the draft, free agency, you know, when Tannehill comes off the books, I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, getting a bunch of guys on rookie contracts to try and kind of stay with it and compete. But this roster just isn't as good as it was a couple years ago. And I think you're asking Derrick Henry to do an awful, awful lot. Um, you know, we know that they traded A.J. Brown. That that really hurts you. Uh, I know they didn't want to pay him. It was a lot of cheese. But, man, their offense is different without him. I mean, he extends plays big and physical. He can go boundary. He can go slot. He's a great blocker. And you could tell, you know, Jalen Hurts really benefited from him in Philadelphia. And, you know, he helped them get to the Super Bowl. So uh, they don't have an A.J. Brown anymore. They're hoping that on a rookie deal, Traylon Burks going into year two can help him be a really, really uh, a big-time player. Uh, but they don't have – I mean, look at the rest of the players on this team. As far as weapons, man, they have Colton Dowell and Kyrus Jackson and Mason Kinsey and a lot of one- and two-year guys. I mean, you know, Chris Moore, I mean, you, you couldn't find these guys. You wouldn't recognize any of these guys in the produce section of a grocery store. Uh, the tight end room is really weak. Offensive line, I mentioned, was horrible last year. Um, they don't have other than maybe, like, Denico Autry and, 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 I mean, gosh, I mean, you're really searching here for playmakers on defense, too. This Titan team, just they leave a lot to be desired here, and they've got to start drafting and hitting on multiple picks in the draft on rookie contracts if they are to stick with, you know, the Joneses, so to speak, in the AFC. Uh, they're really in the whole conference, but even in their own division. Moving on here, third round, they go with Tajay Spears out of Tulane, the running back. Uh, I, I can only really 
think that this is possible insurance for, you know, Derrick Henry. Um, you know, the Senior Bowl was really where Spears uh, performed incredibly well. Great route running in that one. Instinctive runner, quick feet, big time burst. And, uh, you know, we know Derrick Henry ranked second in yards after contact per rush and his workload over the past, what, three, four years is just unmatched. He's got, uh, well, I guess it'd be four. He's got nearly 200 more rushes than anybody else. But he's in the last year of his contract, too. You wonder here if the Titans are looking at a post-Tannehill and Henry era. I don't know. Maybe they'll sign him to a year or two after this year. I, I, I don't know. But if Spears can get in there and get some, uh, you know, carries as a depth guy, um, you know, maybe a talented back who's capable of sharing some of the workload, maybe they can just move right to him being on a rookie deal. Again, Derrick Henry is arguably the best running back in the NFL. He is, however, nearing the age of 30. I understand what he's done. He has been a prolific player. I've loved watching him play. He's been a beast since he left Alabama. He's going into year eight. He's 29 years old. We know what happens when they hit 30, right? It starts going downhill quickly. And Derrick Henry does have the injuries. It's not like he has a 29-year-old body without injuries. He's got ACL. You know, he's had some upper body dings. Uh, Also, the offense, like Jonathan Taylor, in very rare form in the NFL these days, it has gone through these kind of guys. Um, a, a lot of offenses that are high-powered do not go through the running back. Uh, it'll go through the quarterback and or wide receiver. Uh, a little bit of it goes through the running back. Maybe, you know, and then you've got kind of the middle of that, like a Saquon Barkley kind of offense with Brian Dable and the Giants, right? The entire offense goes through Derrick Henry. He's 29. He's been banged up. He's more like a 32, 33-year-old body right now. So I like this pick for the Titans. I just wonder if, again, I think the strategy might be, hey, let's try to find a lot of these guys on rookie contracts and, and, and try to stick with it that way. And if we can strike, we can strike. More on the Titans NFL Draft 2023 individual team recap here on the ML Sports Platter brought to you by Ken's Auto Detail. Hey, if you're in and around Central New York Route 11, in the Brewerton Cicero area. Make sure you bring your boat, truck, car, van, whatever it is, motorcycle on down to Ken's Auto Detailing and get that detail done. The official detail house of the ML Sports Platter. And oh, by the way, never too early, never too off-season to get that chrome done for the upcoming winter season. Always have to kind of start thinking ahead for that. More on the Titans next on the platter. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by our good friends at Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices, together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. And a big tip of the cap, thank you to some other associate sponsors, our good friends at Camilla's Golf Club. Man, played there yesterday. It was absolutely in spectacular shape. You wouldn't know it's been a rainy spring. Amazing, amazing views. The greens are impeccable. They're rolling like it's midseason form. It looks so nice. You get close to the green. The mowing, the sand is perfect. Camillus Golf Club, go play it all year. CamillusHillsGolfClub.com for more information. And thanks to Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, Bowers and Company, CPAs, and our terrific friends at the Al and Angus Pub. Congratulations to the Al and Angus Pub. Now seven of the last nine years, they've won New York State Burger of the Year. This time around, the Bacon Grilled Cheeseburger. It is spectacular. 
Make sure before and after all the big events in Central New York and just for a simple lunch, you stop into the Allen Angus Pub and try that out. It is an impeccable, impeccable burger with bacon and some, pe- it's actually a pecan specialized bacon that they use onto it. And then they've got the mac and cheese right up onto there. Burgers cook perfectly and the buns are grilled to perfection like a grilled cheese. A little bit of that butter, a little bit of that grilled feeling. And it is amazing. I got to get back in and try that baby. Get it with a side salad or fries or your pub chips. The Allen Angus Pub, home of the best darn Angus burger in town. And yet again, the best burger in New York State with their famous bacon grilled cheeseburger. A couple uh, other picks to get to here with the Titans. Uh, they go with Josh uh, Weil out of Cincinnati, a tight end. Again, trying to get guys, trying to strike value potential and on rookie contracts to succeed. Same goes for offensive tackle, beefing up the line. Can they strike it with Jalen Duncan out of Maryland? A very raw offensive tackle, but a guy they see a lot of potential in. And then Colton Dowell out of UT Martin, a wide receiver, seventh rounder. Again, just hoping to uh, grab a diamond in the rough there on a rookie contract and see what happens. So uh, I don't think the Titans did anything wildly uh, great. I do, however, like the first pick to protect the line, and it's all going to come down to Will Levis. If Will Levis can strike and they can figure out and get lucky on the quarterback position, if they can get that high ceiling with him, the Tennessee Titans will be off and rolling. But again, they're entering a very weird year. It's a very crucial time for them. It's a very odd time. Uh, The Titans, you know, because they're well coached, because they play physical, because they have Derrick Henry, because they have a lot of no-name defensive guys who play really, really hard, uh, under Vrabel and, and, and the coordinator there. Uh, they're, they're a team that can hang in there and slow other teams down on occasion. And they find themselves in a lot of those 10-7 at the half type of games. They really do. Um, <clears throat> you know. But then once the other team scores a couple touchdowns and they go up, it's extremely difficult for the Tennessee Titans to come back. And I think that they need to get more firepower. Obviously, trading A.J. Brown does not help that, but they didn't want to pay him. Now you're entering a very crucial year. Is it considered a part rebuild? I think it should be. Um, Derrick Henry, again, going into the contract year, going into the contract year for Ryan Tannehill. Could this be it, the final swan song for both these guys? I think it definitely will be for Ryan Tannehill. He makes too much money. He doesn't produce enough. He's not going to carry you. He's not an elite quarterback. He's not Mahomes. He's not Allen. He's not Herbert. He's not any of these guys. He's not Joe Burrow. Um, you know, I think the time is now to move on. That's why they got Will Levis. That's why they got Skaronsky up front to protect. Maybe that's the future there of the Titans. Again, find those rookie contracts and see where he can go in the future. But, uh, you know, Henry after this year is going to command a ton of money too. And maybe what you want to do is put it into uh, more into, you know, edge rushers, receivers, and, uh, you know, some other playmakers, offensive line and all the rest and move on from Henry. It sounds crazy to say that, but again, the shelf life of a running back at 29, plus all those injuries, and I know what he's done. Trust me, I know how good this guy has been. He's been absolutely amazing, elite running back, probably the best one in the NFL. However, you get dinged, you get dinged, you get dinged, you get dinged, and you're 29 going on 30. With his body, it's more like 33, 34. Yeah, the Titans probably need to move on from Derrick Henry after this year. So there's the Titans recap of the NFL Draft 2023 style. I'm Mike Lindsley. Thanks for listening as we are brought to you by our great friends at Rosie's Corner, Pizza, Winks, and Fish Friday each and every week. Get on over to Rosie's Corner. They will deliver, and you can get them on the Slice app as well. Don't forget, mac and cheese every Thursday, Friday, and they do a salad of the week as well. Man, they've had some good ones. The Cobb, they've had the awesome Mexican salad, and, of course, the Caesar. And Rosie's Corner has your comfort foods like lasagna, ziti, and a heck of a lot more. Try their fried appetizers as well, and I would suggest... Uh-huh. I tried those chicken wings uh, left and right. A lot of people have been getting at me for trying the 
uh, chicken wings at Rosie's. Hey, what should I try? And this and that and the other thing. Hey, when you get your pizza wing combo, try the garlic parm, try the gold fever. They have a ton of awesome flavors at Rosie's Corner. A proud ML Sports Platter sponsor, Route 11 in front of the Brewerton Bridge if you're in and around Central New York. And thanks to friends of the program as well, the Swan and Whitaker families, the Alonzo family, Bob Lindsley, and Daryl Aber. Hey, as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.